1: Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with spot me and no monthly fees open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24 Banking services is a debit card provided by BankOr Bank N.A. Stripe Bank N.A. members of FDIC SpotMe me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply
2: without further ado this is something as I said it's always good to talk about crypto um, so much stuff going on in the cryptocurrency space even today I posted a couple of different things from Fidelity uh, announcing that they're going to start allowing people to invest in Bitcoin in their 401k plans this summer. And then I saw another article on Bloomberg about uh, mortgages um, that is going to be backed by cryptocurrency. Um, That's interesting. I spoke to MG, the mortgage guy, about that today. So, you know, crypto, one of these things where it's just becoming more and more mainstream, but there's still a lot of people that aren't fully comfortable with it, still don't know. And even if you do know, you can always learn more. So, you know, we, Market Mondays is usually geared more towards stock market investing. And we do that every single week. Uh, so, you know, we try to do at least once a quarter, have these, these, these crypto masterclasses. So, yeah, this is going to be something that is extremely, you know, beneficial. Um, I guess I should call you Dr. Dr. Bellaton. Um, I met her actually a few years ago. At a panel discussion in Brooklyn, shout out to Miss Business. And um, she's just been a great resource for us. She's originally from the UK. Um, but she's international. I believe her family originally is from Ghana. Um, no. No. No? Okay. <laughs> brickton I
3: just I just invest in Ghana because I oh. see I see what they're doing. I respect the gangster of what they're doing in connecting us around the diaspora. Okay. But I'll talk about that.
2: OK, OK. <laughs> so, yeah. So she uh, when I met her, you know, she was she is still heavily invested in real estate. She had a curriculum for kids. Um, she used to work on Wall Street, I believe. Right. One, one, one of those firms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now she actually has a crypto hedge fund. Um, so that's dope to actually be able to speak to a hedge fund manager and uh, obviously female, black female. But um, she's she's taught a variety of different classes for us for EYL University from crypto, which was the most recent one that she taught. She taught international investing, a class on how to invest in Ghana. Mm-hmm. That was actually very uh, educational and very beneficial. Um, I believe this something for the UK based earners. Yep. Um, yeah. She showed us she was the first person to show us the metaverse. Yeah. Actually showed us her property that she owns in the metaverse. So I needless to say, very, very, uh, you know, highly respected in the field and knows a lot about a lot. <laughs> so uh, thank you for, for uh, blessing us with your presence. Appreciate it. Did, did we leave anything out?
3: Um, I don't think so. But you guys are My- amazing on that one. So thank you so much for the dope intro. <laughs>
2: um,
3: it's always amazing to be here with you guys. I'm definitely going to show you today the crypto hedge fund so you can see how transparent it is. And I'm also going to give you guys a quick walkthrough of my uh, space in CryptoVoxel, which is one of the metaverse locations that anyone can own in and you can build out. And We're gonna talk about everything from beginner to intermediate. So although some of this presentation, if you were here last week, you might've seen some of it for those who were here. I think it was about a crowd of 300 people. But the really cool thing is that I did add a little bit more in there just in case, um, and I am sharing a little bit more of the like the apps and the hacks and the little things that I do um, to keep my life easy breezy in this crypto space.
0: Yeah, this is gonna be great. I I, I want to be clear with everybody. Like, I, Dr. Jitali is like a mentor to me when it comes to crypto. Anytime I have a question or I'm trying to learn something new. I know there's somebody I can call and rely on. Because a lot of times in this space, you don't have anybody to call. Like, you just kind of kind of figure things out on your own. But I'm, I'm glad to say that I have a reliable and very knowledgeable uh woman. Um, You know, I can reach out. And, and any question I have in crypto, she knows the answer. So everybody's in a treat for a treat for tonight. Yeah, I hope you all ready.
3: Well, yeah. first of all, thank you for that love. And, you know, shout out to people like Chicago Crypto Bull. You know, you'll hear me mention him. There are certain people I've taken millions of workshops as much as i've learned in the last six years aggressively investing in this space i feel like every week i learn something new and people like chicago Crypto Bull and other people definitely keep me on my toes um so i'll definitely give him a shout out um and i don't really shout out m- many people except for like you guys and him so you already know he's legit if i do um but i feel like i'm constantly learning in this space so like you might link me And it's crazy because like I might have two hours before taking a masterclass from somebody else. And, you know, there are people in these streets when are hosting like virtual events and making like 80 million dollars from one event. And so for me, I'm trying to get to that point where I'm hosting a a virtual event and making 80 million dollars. And so when I look at stuff like that, it just keeps me pushing and knowing that there is always room for growth. Um, so I'm just, I'm just here to learn and I love the EYL platform. Cause even though I think like, I know so many things I'll come on here and I might hear a new fund or grant or something for real estate, or I might hear a new hack and I'm like, you know what, let me go try to see how I could implement this for myself or my clients. And so, you know, it's all love.
2: There you have it. So, uh, all right, we're going to, we could, we could get this uh, kicked off. So, um, I won't spend too much time talking because I know you know, we got to learn about the cryptocurrency space is very important, um, but I'll just give the, the brief overview of what's going on. So uh, every single week we have a class at EYL University and the class varies. There's all kinds of different stuff that we learn about from credit to real estate, um, we do stock charting. Shout out to Chris. Um, and uh, the most recent class, I believe it was last week, was the cryptocurrency class. And it was such a, a big hit and people really enjoyed it so much that we felt like it would be a good open enrollment. So with these open enrollments, what we do is once a month. So the last Wednesday of every single month at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we like give you a, a sneak peek into the world of EYL University and do like a class that we will usually do private behind behind the, the walls of EYL University. And we just do it public on YouTube um, to just, you know, get people familiar with it, give people an opportunity to actually see it for themselves um, and kind of give you an insight on what we do at all the time at EYL University. So this is what we're doing. And uh, we have orientation actually tomorrow. Shout out to Janet. So EY University, we designed it just like a regular institution, a school where we took the good parts as far as, you know, the learning experience, the camaraderie, the clubs, different things of that nature. And we just took away the bad parts, which is, you know, student loan debt and, you know, having to pay $100,000 to learn and different things of that nature. So we put together, in my opinion, the best curriculum on the Internet MG the Mortgage Guys, Home Buyers Blueprint. I do monthly financial planning calls. We do these crypto conversations. We have so much different stuff. It's hundreds of hours of, of information that's archived. Um, we just got the app. So that's going to be working on that to make it even you know easier user experience. And um, we, we bundled it together for $700 for the whole entire year. So I feel like that's the best thing on the internet. Um, I'm a little biased. But nice. you know we'll talk about that later on. Um, I'll pin the link. In the description of this video, and then also on a YouTube. If anybody, it was seven hundred last month. We just kept it running, so I think we're gonna keep it running until like the end of this weekend. So we we'll probably like do like a four day flash sale on it. Um, so, with that being said, we'll get into it, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll hand the, the baton over, and um, you can take it away, Doctor.
3: All right, guys. So as you know, if you know my teaching style, I'm going to be doing presentation. When I do the presentation, you will no longer see me. You're gonna only see my computer. And when I'm done with the presentation, you'll see me again. And by the time we start to ask questions, you'll see my face again. But for now, you're just going to hear my voice. And so we're about to dive in. Once again, if you were here before for the last previous class, you might see a couple of pages that are the same. Um, No matter how smart you are in a crypto space, I think redundancies are important. So certain things like what is blockchain might be discussed, but if you can make it past the basics, you're gonna definitely enjoy some of the tidbits that we will drop or I will drop later on um, as well. If you have certain questions, maybe I won't be tackling because I will try to my best to keep this as um, basic English for many people, because I do know that there are certain terminologies and we can get really technical with things. Um, but if you guys have those questions, you can always later on when I open up for Q&A, go harder for the nitty gritty. And so with that said, I'm about to share my computer and I'll see you guys soon um can you make the one Got you. that can has a the most yes please gotcha thank you all right you guys should see my screen perfect
0: yeah we can see it
3: all right brilliant all right so you know metaverse talks blockchain crypto virtual real estate and nfts those are the main things we're going to be going over today and just different ways we can also make money in this space so at the end i will definitely be discussing that with you all um just a little bit about myself for anybody who doesn't know um i've invest i've been in finance for 20 years uh, my first interview was at 15 years old, professionally when it comes to the finance world. And it was for Credit Suisse First Boston. Um, I received a paid internship through a program development school for youth. I'm not sure if they're still around, but it was here in New York and um, because I did two years of high school in New York. Um, so shout out to Andrew Jackson. So I did go to school in Queens for a little bit. And while I was in high school, I already knew I wanted to be in finance. And so by the time I was 16, I actually did my first paid internship at Credit Suisse First Boston, and the rest is history. I've worked in forensic accounting and I've worked in um, investment banking. I've taken portfolios from 14 million to 104 million. And as you can see, we've been busy. So I also have my PhD in neuropsychology. So when you guys wonder, like, why is she called doctor? um, You know, I do, I'm a neuropsychologist, and, you know, my work is something that you guys will be seeing more of in the future. As well as you can see, 71 rentals worldwide actually is now 73. I need to fix that. And, um, you know, my crypto hedge fund has 56 members currently. And so that's really cool. In the past, my original one was able to do a profit of about 119% with a five out of five risk level. And now the one that is public and given access to you guys um, is like a three, 3.5 out of five risk level, um, which means that I will be managing it, but not as active. Um, And I won't be making um, the highest risk levels with this, but I will also keep people posted on what's happening. And I'll also explain to you like, what is a crypto hedge fund? And as you can see, I've been featured in like Fortune Magazine, Forbes, Yahoo Finance, the list continues. So um, one of my biggest things when we talk about real estate is Ghana. Uh, So although I am Cape Verdean on my mom's side, my dad's side, a Jamaican Italian, Um, you know, I'm all around when it comes to the West Indies. You know, I have family that are from Haiti, Nigeria, Ghana itself. The list continues. So shout out to you know, the whole world. And um, you know, growing up, being around so many cultures and diversity, um, I never had this idea of being stuck in one country. And so when I, you know, coming from the UK, moving to New York wasn't that hard for me. And then now being able to transition between New York and Ghana a lot is not hard for me either because. To me, whatever makes sense is where I go, right? So if it makes the pennies and it makes the sense, then I do both. And so Ghana's real estate market to me, I love the transparency of it. I love that they're doing a lot to just kind of keep things on the ground. Um, but there are other parts of Africa that I'm investing in. I'm looking at like shout out to Senegal. And so some of the cool facts when it comes to crypto, my clients in just the last year and a half made over 37 and a half million dollars using just crypto and nfts and that was like roughly about 41 of my clients that have other clients whose numbers i still haven't even done yet and so that's just to go to show you um the kind of numbers that we're doing over here so this game is not like a baby team like this is something where if you really want to maximize your money rather as passive or not this is definitely a space to look at and you know i look at my son he's definitely already making he's seven years old and making money in this crypto space so you know um, And anybody wondering, like, why from stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs to, like, crypto, we're going to log into that as well. So first, let's do some basic work, right? What is the blockchain? For anyone who does not know, the blockchain is a distributed database that is shared amongst the nodes of a computer network. As a database, a blockchain stores information electronically in digital format. Blockchains are best known for their crucial role in cryptocurrency systems, such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, et cetera. For maintaining a secure and decentralized record of transactions. The innovation of a blockchain is that it guarantees the fidelity and security of a record of data and generates trust without the need for a trusted third party. The key takeaway from that, all of that is fancy talk to say it is a very transparent ledger that cannot be manipulated. Now, of course, there's always that person who's like, everything can have some kind of a glitch. And what if the blockchain is down? I mean, the way it was explained to me and the way it's been taught to the world is that they are backup to the backup to the backup of the blockchain. And the way they have their system set up to make it almost virtually impossible to manipulate the original blockchain. Now, there are sub blockchains like Polygon Network has its own blockchain, Ethereum has its own blockchain, and there are other, Solana has its own blockchain. And I'm gonna show you some of these in writing so you can know the spelling. But those subs, sometimes you might hear about hackers affecting it, or you might hear something like, um, you know, Shiba. There was a whole big drama where their numbers didn't add up. And then they were saying, okay, well, now we're going to look at the blockchain to see what's happening. And this is what's really exciting about the blockchain is the fact that anyone who says, like, let's say it was Ethereum, who's just using imaginary numbers, if Ethereum had 1 million printed, right? And let's say they said, oh, Ethereum only has 1 million coins and 700,000 of those coins have been sold. Now, imagine when they say that 700,000 of their coins have been sold. You were to turn around, and you would realize that all seven hundred thousand of those coins were owned by two people. The problem with that is circulation and supply and demand and the barter system, right? Because if you think about it, using the blockchain, if only two people own it, if you decide to sell your tokens and you come in as that third person, you only have two people to barter with, which means that they decide they don't want to give you a lot of money for your tokens. Those people can then now decide to kind of tell you whatever price they want to, just like in art or whatever you have in real life, barter system, supply and demand. If there's only five of them and they own four and, and you want one of the four that they own, who are you really negotiating with? They can charge you whatever price. And if you really want it bad enough, you will buy at that price or sell it at that price or however low they lowball you. And so when you look at the blockchain, now, instead of believing what they're telling you, you can kind of look at wallet addresses and different things to verify how much of a supply is there? Are there a lot of people purchasing this particular item, Rather it's a token, you know, a crypto token or an NFT piece of art, you know, um, who are the actual holders? And so recently we saw something with, I think it was Melania Trump, where she she created a quote unquote NFT. And when the Trump woman created this NFT, she said that they, a majority of them were sold out. And when they dug into it, they realized it was the same corporations who purchased a majority of them, and when using the wallet addresses, and then by then they were able to call her out on the fact that she didn't actually sell the amount that she said she was claiming to have sold upfront, and so that kind of hyperinflation, like let's say if it happens in the stock market or other places, sometimes it might take a little bit longer, um, you know, to. Be able to call somebody out on it, right? Sometimes you might not be able to know something like that, um, you know, quarterly, or you might find out annually at the end of the year. You know, sometimes you see buybacks um, when a company's purchasing their own stocks to raise the price and help more investors interested or just purchase more of their um, actual regain more of the power of their company. When these things are happening, it's nice to have that full transparency. And so, on that note, we're going to move on past blockchain and show you you know, some of their explorers. So the sites, let's say right now you purchase something and you have something called a wallet address, that wallet address would then allow everyone to see the transactions that you're making on a blockchain. And so, for instance, um, for all of the blockchains, you can go to BlockScan and you put in a wallet address and it will show you everything from Ethereum, Polygon, Avalanche, the list continues. If you're purchasing things and doing transactions on the Ethereum network, let's say if it was Ethereum on Metamask, which is a wallet, then you would notice etherscan.io. Now you have Binance, BSCS scan, BSC scan.com, Polygon is polygonscan.com, Avalanche is snowtrace.io, Solana is Solscan.io, Bitcoin is blockchain.info. At least that's one of the locations blockchain wise that you can verify certain transactions. This is also important because imagine if you purchase something and it doesn't come through, then using the blockchain, you can verify who sent it, Who, if it was purchased, did you send it to the right wallet address, verify if a website is a real website, um, or if someone says that they only created 1,000 of a particular piece of art, you can verify if that's true or not. Once again, um, at the end of this, if anyone has any questions, feel free to raise your hand um, and you know, the guys will pull a call upon you. Uh, for some blockchain verification sites, check out CoinMarketCap, CoinGecko, Coindesk, Cointelegraph, coin 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 i know but these are just some sites that but especially like if you're more intro really cool now when you start to really dig into it there are sites like medium where it's a platform where a lot of crypto people will do articles and talk about different things like such as wi-fi mining when you're using crypto um instead of using actual like an actual computer tower and things of that nature, which means you could then Wi Fi mine like anywhere in the world and bring your miner with you. And there's just so many other hacks that you can utilize. But be mindful on Medium, some of these articles are not verified, which means that if it's not a verified article, you might have someone who is a hacker who might put out false information. So to be very careful and always double check what you're looking at. And just for anyone who's never seen the blockchain, this is what like Ethereum's blockchain looks like. And so the blockchain explorer for Ethereum, right here, you put your wallet address in, or if you did a transaction, it might be like a hash or anything of that nature. And when you see this ENS, to give you an example, everyone here has a name, virtual name that you could potentially purchase. So like, let's say right now, my name is Jitali, right? So then if you put in Jitali.eth, you'd be able to go here and see that I own my name in this metaverse for ethereum anything that is purchased ethereum people could send me payments using my name and i purchase my name in every variation in case a hacker was going to try to like purchase one of the variations i don't have and try to convince people it's me and accept money on my behalf and so be very mindful if you're entering this space two things when people know your name. Um, they can A, purchase these things, um, these like your, your online identity. So there's places like, you know, ens, app.ens.domains, And Then there's also um, a bunch of different platforms that you can look at. And I would definitely tell you like, before you start to do anything online and using these tokens, own your online identity. And so, but once again, anyone could look up your transactions using your name if you do. So you might want to have one that's very private and that everyone knows, and you might have a public one, but the one that is public, please be careful to make sure that you don't actually um, allow people, you don't do transactions with the one that is public. And what I mean by that is you shouldn't be signing for things and giving hackers potentially access to your wallet address. And so that's something that if you guys want to understand more about cybersecurity, I might give you guys some more tips later on. But if you have any questions specifically, please feel free to um, reach out to me. And now oh, as well, please notice that once again, everything here shows you like the market cap and most of the blockchains will do something similar. exchange hot and cold wallets. What is a crypto exchange? A crypto exchange is a platform in which you can buy and sell crypto. You can use exchanges to trade one crypto for another, converting like Bitcoin to Litecoin, for example, or to buy crypto using regular currency like the US dollar. Um, Most of those have like a password and two-step identification and verifications. What are hot and cold crypto wallets? A hot wallet is connected to the internet and could be vulnerable to online attacks, which could lead to stolen funds. But it's faster, and makes it easier to trade or spend crypto. And a cold wallet is typically not connected to the internet, so while it may be more secure, it's less convenient. A hot for more, for many people. But if it's something where it's like, let's say you purchase a full Bitcoin and you wanted, you didn't want to leave it online, you would put it onto like your cold wallet, which means it's offline. And so once again, hot is an online wallet, cold is an offline wallet. Some two major hot online wallets are MetaMask.io which is um, predominantly Ethereum tokens, and then phantom.app, which is Solana's marketplace. So two of the, those two right there are very popular. There was a fake um, Solana platform called phantom with an F-A-N-T-O-M that was circulating at one point. Um, so it'd be, just be careful. Um, those websites come up and they come down. Just be careful that you're on a real site. Once again, you can use a lot, the blockchain or websites like CoinMarketCap or CoinGecko to verify these things. Um, now, when it comes to cold ledgers, um, wallets, you could look at like Ledger Nano at X um, and Trezor. Those are two of the most popular ones right now that a lot of people utilize. Now, another thing I also want you guys to understand about the exchanges, um, one of the tricks that I do when it comes to exchanges is that I might use a popular exchange like Gemini, Coinbase, or Crypto.com to purchase my tokens. Me per- and then you could push them over to a major wallet, um, such as the MetaMask or Phantom. And then when interested in purchasing NFTs, um, sometimes just purchasing and using an exchange because sometimes lower your gas fees. So like Coinbase has a Coinbase Pro and the gas fees are lower. One of the negative things about exchanges, which a lot of people don't like, um, one is that with a lot of these exchanges, you it's harder to remain anonymous because they want to have a picture of your ID and all kinds of verification. And so one of the cool things about a lot of these wallets, like the MetaMask of the world and Phantom of the world, is that if you never wanted to upload your ID, you potentially could, but just be limited as to how much of your money you can pull out at a time. I think the average is 25 Bitcoin. And so right now, I think Bitcoin's at like, about well, 38 or 39,000. So if you're not pulling out 25 times 39,000, you're basically fine and you can pull out your money at your leisure. But keep in mind that, you know once again, when you're looking at your wallet and your exchanges, your exchange has a regular password. And one of the most important things to think about when it comes to a wallet is that you get a private key and a recovery phrase. Those things, two things are so important to not lose, one. And two, if you lose them, you lose access to your money a majority of the times. So like rather it's MetaMask or a external cold wallet, like the Ledger Nano or Trezor, Oftentimes I would hear people say, oh my God, I heard someone lost access to all their Bitcoin, what happened? Well, sometimes they might just forget what their private key was or they might lose the physical cold wallet, which is remember once again, that external wallet, it looks like a chip. And I'm going to show you guys what it looked like. It looks like a hard drive. And so if you lose that, you lose the money that is on there. So please keep in mind that um, if you're going to do that, you want to be very, very mindful of what you're doing. Another thing I will say, um, when I was talking about domain names and where you can purchase your online identity, I almost forgot Unstoppable Domains. So UnstoppableDomains.com allows you to sync with your wallet, your email address. And although ENS Domains only allows you to utilize Ethereum and a wallet to purchase, you can actually use a credit card to purchase on Unstoppable Domains and purchase your name. And so that's where you get like your .crypto or your .bitcoin um, or like, uh, you know, all these different domain names, potential domain names that are able that you're able to purchase. And why are they so cool? Imagine you want to accept Bitcoin from a client. You can utilize that. Um, and then there's also Web3 websites that you can build on their do- on their platforms. And the list continues. And unlike a regular website, you don't have a monthly refor- um re- re- You don't have to monthly pay or yearly pay to have your domain. With unstoppable domains, you purchase it one time and you're done. Whereas ENS domains, you do have a yearly price. um, And sometimes you have to deal with gas fees, which we'll talk about that later. Oh, I will say one more thing. Gemini. I list it here because a lot of people in the United States utilize it. But like, let's say if you're in Europe, um, you might want to use like Kraken or something of that nature Um, or Binance. Me personally, Binance is one of my favorite European ones to utilize. Um, But... One thing I will mention about Gemini is that there are lots of bureaucracies. And so there's things called like crypto IRA accounts where like, let's say you right now are investing um, in a 401k. There are different crypto IRA accounts like Neighbors, and ABERS, which will allow you to invest into crypto tax-free. And a lot of, so Neighbors has a relationship with Gemini. And the thing about that is with Gemini, you know, um, what you'll notice is that sometimes there's a lock on the account where you have to actually send them an email to release and give yourself permission to push money over to a wallet. Um, And then you have to be mindful to not commingle funds and things of that nature. But it's honestly, it sounds a little bit more intimidating than it actually is. But I would say once again, there are a lot of crypto IRA accounts that are, popping up nowadays that are really good um, and imagine investing in crypto tax-free with your 401k and um, you know 529 and whatever other plans or CEP IRAs and things of that nature and so that is just something and I don't know about the 529 yet but I do know with like your step IRA and, and you know other plans um rather you're a teacher or a regular person these are things that you can be doing to invest tax-free into crypto um so with that said just keep that in mind as well Oh, and I do not like Coinbase's wallet as of right now. Um, I feel like their fees are astronomical, and they don't do enough to mitigate those fees. Um, But at the and I know they're using like multiple platforms to always find supposedly the cheapest fee. But I've had fees that were higher on Coinbase Wallet per se. So once again, although Coinbase has its own wallet, I might use their exchange, but I might not use their wallet, especially because I like to remain as anonymous as possible. One thing I want to shout out to Binance and let anyone in the United States know, or if you're visiting the U.S. and you live someplace like in Europe or Africa and you're using Binance, please keep in mind this little note right here that says Binance is unable to provide services to the U.S., et cetera, et cetera. If you're not using a VPN, um, one of the things that might happen is that they might shut down your account and think that, like, especially if you're just visiting the U.S., they might think that you're American um, and you know, the Binance.us platform is not as... Um, In my opinion, I don't love it as much as I like the the European version of Binance. It has way more trades. The fees are lower. The list continues. But if you're visiting the United States or if you live in the United States, I'm not saying to do anything crazy, but if you do use a VPN, just be mindful that you might want to have your VPN stationed in like Spain or someplace else, because if it's stationed in the United States, they will lock you down. And one of my friends who used to work for Binance let me know this hack, which was that Binance has computer is basically searching to see if a person's IP address one minute was in Spain and then two hours later was like in France and then like three hours later is in like Germany and then back to Spain in one day and so it would automatically unwhitelist you so be mindful of what you're doing and the hacks that you're doing in this space and then just for anybody who didn't know this is what Matamask.io looks like their platform um, I, I mention it because it is one of the most utilized um, for a lot of my clients and people when it comes to wallets. And so, and MetaMask is an online wallet, aka a hot wallet. And so you can add multiple networks. And then on the left, right here, you see Phantom. And so, so, Phantom, once again, is Solana's number one wallet. And so, if you're on Magic Eden and different websites like that, um, you know, that's something to also keep in mind that you can utilize. Now there's a million and one other like exchanges, um, that people are utilizing that are great. Um, but you know, so that's just something I would definitely tell you about as well. And somebody said, Trader Joe, shout out to Trader Joe. It has, it does. I have seen good gas fees on it, but not so many people utilize it. And one thing I will say is I've noticed in this space for a lot of exchanges that sometimes hackers will try to go after the ones people don't utilize as much or don't know about. Or there's you know, an infiltration point. And then after that happens, they up their security even further. Um, and so there's a million more, but you know, you got to get the point. So crypto, what is crypto? Crypto is a digital currency. Designed to work as a medium of exchange through a computer network that is not reliant on any central authority, such as a government or bank, to uphold or maintain it, individual coin ownership records are stored in a digital block in digital blockchains. And so what's really cool about crypto in the sense it's like this big virtual barter system. And so if you're one of those people who really enjoyed like this crypto space. Um, And you're you're noticing like why are these people like so excited about crypto? It's honestly the fact that one is still as of right now decentralized finance, right? So it's DeFi, which means that it's not on a regular bank account. You can watch everything that's happening. Um, You see the crypto tokens. Now, are there positives and negatives? Yes, we're gonna tackle some of those today. But um, just be mindful that of course anything that is out there in the world, virtual or not, there are gonna be certain you know, moments where you have to be mindful of where you're investing, who you're investing with, who are you following, is a blockchain up to par, you know, what are you on? So what are gas fees? We hear about gas fees a lot in the crypto space. Gas fees refers to the fee or pricing value required to successfully conduct a transaction or execute a contract on the Ethereum blockchain platform, using Ethereum for the major example right now. Priced in small fractions of the cryptocurrency, for example, will use Ethereum, commonly referred to as ETH, and sometimes also called a E. The gas is out- used to allocate resources of the Ethereum virtual machine so that decentralized applications, such as smart contracts, can self-execute in a secured but decentralized fashion. The exact price of the gas is determined by supply and demand between the network's miners who can decline to process a transaction if the gas price does not meet their threshold. And users of the network Seek processing power, it is basically a tax to have your transaction processed first. So, the whack thing about a gas fee is that it's not money that goes towards your transactions, it is it's basically like a tax that you know processes your transactions first. And now, what I want you guys to understand about that the whack thing about that is that, like, especially like Ethereum network, one of the major issues that they were having was that they had some astronomical, once again, gas fees, and so. Even with my crypto hedge fund, when I was operating it specifically on the Ethereum network, at one point, one of my clients was going to put $5,000 into the fund. And her gas fee, because she was in California, was $750. And so when I noticed that, I was like, mm, it made me hesitant. It made me not really want to mess with the Ethereum network. But then there's a company called Polygon that was able to create a subdivision underneath the Ethereum network. And they create they strike the deal with Ethereum. And so what their deal was, hey, we'll help you with, you know, mitigating your gas fees. Um, and instead, you know, we'll and take away some of your the pressure from your clients and how many people are doing transactions. And when they decided to do that, Ethereum said, hey, we'll take you on. But the stipulation is that it has to take seven to 15 minutes to bridge over to your side. And if you're pushing back money from the Polygon network back to the Ethereum network, it has to take 30 minutes to three hours. And because they knew a lot of people aren't disciplined or have the patience to wait that long and will end up still paying a higher gas fee. Now, why is that so amazing or big? Imagine on a Polygon network, when now that my crypto hedge fund is on the Polygon network, to give you an example, we were able to, like I had a client who put $6,000 into the fund and they only paid $32 in taxes. And that was, I mean, in gas fees. And that was at a time of day where literally um, it was really bad. And they were in a city where there were a lot of transactions happening. And then I had another, another client who did 10,000 and that client, because of where they were located and how many people were on a network only paid 10 cents for their transaction. And so from a hundred dollars on average to 10 cents is a very big difference. And you're saving so much money. Now, something you're also going to hear about in the crypto space is called staking. Staking is a process of locking up crypto holdings in order to obtain rewards or earn interest. Cryptocurrencies are built with blockchain technology in which crypto transactions are verified and the resulting data is stored on the blockchain, of course, right? We just mentioned that. But why is staking so cool? Imagine if you had your money in a regular bank account. There are regular bank accounts that are giving you 0.03 to 0.09%. Now you take that a, f- a little bit further. We start teaching you guys about things like um, credit unions, right? So I remember in one of my past EYL classes, I was telling people like, oh, you know, especially when it comes to real estate, I like just, you know, shout out Navy Federal, because I felt like they, were, for, as a credit union in the United States, they had some really competitive rates and they had some of the best, you know, it was like 0.5, 0.6%. Sometimes these credit unions will give 0.6% to your on your savings account. And then, of course, you take it a step further. If you have a high net worth, (HNW) account, you account, you're getting more money towards your, your um, account. So now, if you want to make 4% per year in a situation like that, you would have maybe like a mutual fund and you might be getting, you know, full percent to on average 29% and a really good mutual fund average. Now, you take that, some of those really good ones are volatile in the stock market world. But then you might say, you know what? I don't like the way the stock market is moving. Or you might not want to even have any stocks, right? Now you can enter the crypto space and in staking, you might get a stable coin that is USDC, to give you an example. And we're going to talk more about what a stable coin is. But imagine having a coin that even if the crypto market goes up or down, it's the same dollar ratio of like the US dollar and like a tether, USDT. And then in that particular token, they might tell you, if you put $5,000 of your money, and convert it to USDT will allow you to have 6% profit on your money yearly. And so staking it, you lock up your money and they give you a percentage as a thank you. Now, are there volatile stakes? Yes, there are some that might give you 1,000% or 300% profit for a year, but the volatility in that is some of the, the majority of the ones that are giving you more money, they might have a token that is going up and down in value, which means like to give you an example, there's one called looks rare. L-O-O-K-S-R-A-R-E. Now, Looks Rare had a bump. They were doing this airdrop. They were doing so many things because they were competing with this company called OpenSea. And now their token at one point was like $5, $6 per share. And then when the market started pulling back, Looks Rare dropped all the way down, right, all the way down to like $1 per share. So if you had purchased Looks Rare at $6 or $5, and then it pulls all the way back down to $1 and you had that staked, keep in mind now the value of what you had staked has gone down. And so sometimes it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing. But one of the safest ways to stake, like let's say 4% or 6% would be with a stablecoin that does not go up or down with the US dollar. And if it does, let's say the US dollar stays at $1, a company like DAI, D-A-I, will only go down to like 0.99. And so technically speaking, you're barely losing anything on your money. And so that is one of the coolest, most gangster things about staking. Now, somebody's asking about ADA Cardano. Keep in that, keep in mind, once again, Cardano, ADA, AKA is the name of that token. That is a token that fluctuates in value. So once again, they might tell you they're going to give you 6% stake per year apy or something of that nature if you leave your money in there but if the value of that token does not go up in value and it goes down in value once again you're going back to the volatility of this particular fund or token has to do a certain level of performance in order for you to actually see a profit and if it's not doing as well not performing as well you're losing money so just keep that in mind when it comes to staking so different kinds of crypto we have meme coins um we have stable and shout out to anyone who's mentioning hex by the way that was one of the first ways i made one of my clients a millionaire from hex um and you know so it's definitely a token to always keep you know watching in my opinion professional opinion not telling you to go buy hex definitely i'm just saying that it's had some really good happy days um and so now different kinds of crypto we have meme coins like doge shiba um, et cetera, right? So there are pros and cons of meme coin. What is a meme crypto coin? It's a coin that only has hype because of the fact that a lot of people are purchasing that coin and a lot of people are just talking about it. They're purchasing it not, for a good reason, not because of circulation supply, but it might be because a celebrity said, you know, I love this coin. It's my favorite coin. Meanwhile, sometimes those celebrities might not even understand the tokens um, or they might just have received some for free. Uh, And they might only be shouting it out because they received a payment to do so. So be very mindful and always doing your research. Now, certain coins like Shiba, even though they might have been a meme coin that started because of a cute little dog and because people liked it, one of the cool things about what happened with Shiba, right, is the fact that they're now starting to do things to try to create utility. And their community is very strong. There's something in a crypto space called FUD, F-U-D. It stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And that has been the killer of a lot of crypto and NFTs in this space. It's like people who are like, oh, they made one mistake or this happened. It's never going to do well. And then it spreads in the community. And with Shiba, I've noticed that there's been Kishnu, there's been Akita, there's been all these tokens. And like people be like, oh, I love this token. And then, you know, for two seconds, they love it. And then before you know it, then no one's talking about it. And it's like a pump and up or a rug pull. And so with Shiba, they're like constantly like, we still love our token. We go hard for our community and they're doing a lot of things to try to remain relevant. I'm not telling you to buy Shiba, but what I would say about a meme coin is this. If you have money that you spend, such as, you know, you go to a dinner and you spend a hundred dollars on that dinner, it might just be a one-time meal, but you're comfortable spending that money that play money that you just utilized could be your play money that you put into a meme coin like shiba where it's like if it does fail and you don't really get anything out of it cool you tried but if it doesn't fail and it does very well then you know you made a nice pretty penny from it and so that's something to keep in mind as well when it comes to meme coins but like you know people like elon musk he's you know he's discussed doge and he'll say stuff like baby doge you do 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 And the next thing you know, you'll see everything spiking and it went up to like 50 something cents. And then you'll notice it goes back down now to like 19 cents, 13 cents. And so just be mindful that a meme coin could be very, very volatile. Now there are two kinds of stable coins. There's a dollar to dollar ratio, like USDT, USDC, and DAI, to give an example, which means once again, if you took $10,000 USD and you converted that money to USDC, right? it would be $10,000. And if crypto was crashing or crypto's going up, it would remain at exactly $10,000. Now, when it comes to die, to give you an example, I did mention before that sometimes it goes down to like 0.99. And so that's like the worst it does. Once again, it's good. But some of the benefits of that is, let's say you're doing buy and hold tactics. One thing I do in my crypto hedge fund, I bank profits and then I buy back in on the dip. What does that mean that means any one of you can do that as well with your money if you notice that ethereum was at let's say four thousand and change and you start to notice it is dropped three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars and you're concerned you can take the profits that you have and convert it to usdc and then when ethereum bottoms out and goes down to like 2100 1900 whatever point you think is going to kind of stabilize at, you can then buy ethereum again That means you would have banked all your profits. And then as Ethereum goes back up in value, you're not able to get more profits from Ethereum. This is a technique that I utilize in my crypto hedge fund and has done very well for my community.
0: Tali, real quick, USDC and uh, Tether, USDT, is it a preferential thing when we're talking about these two stable coins or is there a a pro or a con of, of using either?
3: There's really no pro to con technically as of right now, but USDT recently had some um, drama because there are people claiming that the blockchain does not add up to what they're saying as far as their usage and circulation actually is. So sometimes people are not concerned about USDT, which is tether. Um, and so like, for instance, in my crypto hedge fund, people can invest with USDC because the insurance company that I was utilizing, um, told me straight up, like if I use USDT because of the issues that it's having in the press that uh, specifically they wouldn't m- insure my crypto hedge fund. And so I was like, guess what? I'm sorry, Tether, but I'm going to use USDC because I have to make sure my crypto hedge fund has um, security against hackers. And so with that said, that is the biggest difference between those two, um, so in my professional opinion.
0: Safety first, got it.
3: Safety first. Um, now, another thing I want you guys to understand about meme coins and how dangerous they can be, because you hear hype, fall back. Don't just jump into the hype like Squid Game, you guys might have heard about that Netflix show, there was a crypto Squid Game. And this cryptocurrency soared up 23 million percent in like, it was like, I think a, le- less than a week, it was like three days. And in three point, in three days, they raised up, they stole about $3.3 million. And anyone who did not, anyone who did not pull out money in advance or in time, lost their money. And what happened with Squid Game, just like the actual show, they pretended they were like, oh, if you collapse to the end, there's going to be one winner, blah, blah, blah. And just like the actual TV show, you know how all these people were dying, everyone just lost millions of dollars and got nothing in return. It was a complete scam. It was a rug pull. And so be mindful because a lot of people are doing it. I don't care if it's a celebrity or an influencer. It does not mean that it's real. And be mindful of what you're investing in. So me personally, I like to invest in NFTs and tokens where I might actually know the face of the creator um, or you know, there's a three degree separation or I've invested in something else that they worked on that did very well and now they're working on a part two. So we're going to talk about companies like Bordy Piat Club and people like that. Like I invest in their, their line because the first one I purchased did very well. Same for Hex. Shout out to all the hexagons in the room. If you don't know, Google it. Um, so, you know, like Hex is something like they were doing basically day trading their crypto and they were doing it to the point that they had it so organized and that in their telegrams and their groups where they would basically organize and say, we're going to pump in, We're going to pump and dump. We're going to pump our token like three or four times today. And it would go up like 10 percent drop, go back up like 15 percent. People would see it going up and just run to buy it. But the hexagons were actually manipulating the market. And when Ethereum saw that, Ethereum was kind of hating and saw it like, if you wanted to just buy one HEX token at like 50 cents, for instance, they were trying to tell you it was like a hundred dollars to purchase that one 50 cent share of token of um, HEX. And so what Richard Hart said was like, screw Ethereum, you know, um, and I'm not saying this myself. I'm just repeating what Richard Hart said. And Richard Hart, who's the creator of Hex, was like, "Screw Ethereum. I'm going to create my own network and do this on my end, which is Pulse Chain." And so he has Pulse X. He has Pulse Chain. And now he's like about to create his own network, basically to come dethrone the gas fees and all the issues people are having with Ethereum. So that is something I would definitely little hint hint. Something I would be watching closely. You guys have missed the um, the the sacrifice phase. But there are rumors that he might do another phase of that. And what is the sacrifice phase? It's blind belief in whatever he's creating in his platform, investing in it before it releases and getting a certain amount of tokens when it does release and believing that token will do well. To give you an example, why I mentioned HEX twice thus far is that, to give you an example, H-E-X HEX, you'll notice that with that token, when we first purchased it, some of my clients sacrificed rounded with HEX. And in about a year and a half, people who invested like a thousand dollars, $2,000. So their money go to like a million, a million and a half. And so it's just cool to show you like, especially if they didn't spend it. And so other people, including myself, for instance, who were kind of more scaredy cat, um, when it hit like 300,000 pulled out. And so, you know, my initial investment was about a thousand. And then I saw it go to like three and change. And I was able to take that money and buy real land, real real estate in Ghana and other places. And so, you know, keep in mind that you can take your money in the virtual world and spend it in the real world. It doesn't have to all stay there. And even doing it that way, there are tricks that you can do. And um, you might hear the term altcoins all the time. Altcoin simply refers to any type of cryptocurrency other than Bitcoin. So you have Bitcoin by itself, and then everything else is considered an alternative coin. And so Ethereum is one of the most popular altcoins, um, and everything else. And like uh, Ethereum as an altcoin has a lot of subdivision tokens underneath it. But, you know, once again, um, each, there are different places like Solana who has its own subdivision of tokens. And that's one of the heavy hitters in the game right now, in my professional opinion, so if gas fees are killing you, let's peak game, right? Try some other networks like polygon, um, avalanche, um, optimism, Solana. Those are other networks that you can get cheaper gas fees. And there are way more, I'm just using these as an example, um, as well. Um, Be mindful of the time of day you're investing. So especially depending on your city, sometimes you can use a VPN. So if you have a high traffic area, like in Cali, like I was mentioning earlier, maybe use a VPN to try to change your location. I don't know if that's illegal or not to do so. Um, I'm just telling you the hacks that I know that have worked. Um, Use other networks and tactics like bridging. Bridging is is the act of basically pushing money from the Ethereum network to the Polygon network or another network like Optimism. And then once again, once your money is in that network, it might take 20 minutes to do so. It might take 10 minutes, it might take 15 minutes, but if you don't have like a time constraint, the cool thing about that is you can use bridging for a lot of platforms and you can save a lot of money. And like, let's say if you're on a Polygon network and you've ever experienced where the Polygon network is not working, um, there are a lot of hacks. Like you can go on OpenSea and you can still bridge both ways on OpenSea. So shout out to OpenSea if anybody doesn't know. It's kind of a hack, but you can go directly to OpenSea and, ha- and bridge on there. You can use DAPS. DAPS stands for Decentralized Apps. And you can use those apps to offer that they offer discounts and reducing gas fees. Like there's one called Balancer. So that's another one for anyone who doesn't know it. But, you know, there are certain apps that might be like, oh, you'll get a version of our token and you'll get a discount for it. One of my favorite hacks, if you're day trading crypto, um, you have tradingview.com, of course. But there is a price for tradingview.com. And sometimes people be like, oh, that's kind of expensive to utilize that to like monitor the coins that I like the most. Right. So then there's another one called Dex Screener. Shout out to one of my mentees, Raquel. She um, has this thing called Who Got My Crypto? And she put me onto that one. And I was like, this is bananas. And so DexScreener.com is free. And I feel like it's really a good platform to keep monitoring. It has like a candle chart, just like Trading View, And it's really a, a really good way to look at who the gainers and losers are and things of that nature. And just so anybody was wondering like what a bridge looks like, um, like if you want Polygon's website, the website is wallet.polygon.technology. Um, and, you know, so keep in mind once again, like wallet.polygon.technology, you know, there are people who will create a fake Polygon website to try to steal people's money, and connect your wallet. That is the biggest hack that you'll see. If you're not paying attention and you put like a .com, wallet.polygon.tech.com or technology.com, because we're so used to seeing endings that are traditional like .com, that's something that I want you to really keep in mind is that not every a lot of these websites are like .io now. They're not always .com. It might be ending in .technology. It might be .info. And that's something that is really important for you guys to look at. So, what is an NFT? Non-fungible token is what it stands for. It's a non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain. Um, you already know what the blockchain is, and it can be sold and traded. Types of NFT data units may be associated with digital files, such as photos, videos, and audio. Each token is uniquely identifiable and owner gets a proof of ownership certificate. So we hear so much about NFTs and we're like, what is so great about NFTs? One of the most gangster things about NFTs is this, really plain and simple. Imagine if you were an artist. I don't care if it's music or if it's um, you know, a painting that you've created imagine being in a sense that number one, you can now have residual income coming from your art. And so imagine in a situation, normally an artist might sell a painting for $1,000. I like to use this example. You sell something for 1,000 and then two years later an influencer sees it and buys it for 20,000 from that person. And then another person comes to that influencer's house and might be even bigger dog and like, oh, I'm, I just have money and I love what, they, what I'm looking at and offers $50,000 your painting might've sold like five to 10 times and you might've technically been making commission each time or a residual income each time. And what's cool about NFTs is that it's on the blockchain and utilizing AI. And so in the way that it's utilizing the AI, there's no arguing about who owes what to who and if something was sold. in order once it is sold, every time it is sold to somebody, then guess what happens? The AI notices the sale and automatically deducts the 2.5% or whatever the percentage might be for the original owner. And so, and if the original, if the person wants to actually own it, you know, that is something that is great because one, now you're getting to start getting um, your, the data and on the blockchain, now you have this ledger that's letting people know her average painting is going for like $10,000, $20,000 or his average painting or music or whatever it might be, is going for a certain amount of money. And now what's really cool about that is that now you're able to, build build your brand out and you're not able to be in a position to say okay you know what I like about this space is now I'm always getting 2.5 percent I'm always getting five percent I'm always getting 10 percent um every time something is sold and every time that happens and so when I tell you guys keep in mind that is one of the most beautiful things as well imagine a lot of artists might have 300,000 people who have purchased the art but there's no way of proving it sometimes right you know. Sometimes the galleries, the art galleries might not keep as close of a um, watch on these kind of things. And the really cool thing about that is this. Now you have a situation where you can use the blockchain and ledger to show that, hey, you know, a thousand people, 10,000 people, 100,000 have purchased my art. And so I think those things are really cool about the NFT space. Um, And we're going to dive in more about that as well, including the smart contract aspect. Imagine if you have a celebrity who's going to do an art gallery event with you. If that person does not show up, you can have the money locked up in a smart contract, AKA it's kind of like an escrow. And that money is now locked up in a smart contract. And you can do something like a wallet that basically it would release the funds to the person if they actually do what they're supposed to do. So if that artist is supposed to post your flyer five times, guess what? If they don't post it five times, you can actually use AI to link to Instagram and social media platforms to ensure that they're doing it and there's a certain data that is being showing up five times on their website and on their page. And if it doesn't happen and they don't show up for the actual event, then you can make it so that that person either gets less money or doesn't get paid at all. And so that's one of the really cool things about smart contracts and how you can use them in this NFT space. Another really gangster thing about these smart contracts with influencers and things of that nature is imagine if you have multiple people who should be getting paid. Well, you can do something like a multi-sig wallet. One of my favorite is Nasis Safe, Safe G-N-O-S-I-S, Safe, S-A-F-E.io, where you can have like, let's say you're doing this big event and a bunch of people pooling money together. Maybe you're pulling $50,000 together and you can have it where once all the money is there, everyone signs their wallet and the money's released. And if everybody doesn't sign their wallet, then the money is not released. Now, what is bad about that? If somebody loses access to their wallet address, the money is held up. And they are creating little ways around sometimes if the majority rules, but just keep that in mind as well, guys. Mm-hmm. Some of the major players in this world for NFTs are OpenSea.io, Rarible, Mintable, Foundation.app, Rarity Tools, Rarity Sniffer, Magic Eden. There are also other sites that you can go to, but like Magic Eden is predominantly Solana. Um, and some of these other sites, be mindful. That an artist might only be on OpenSea and then a bootlegger can create a fake version that they put like on Rarible or Mintable or another platform. So always go to that artist's real website and always go to the blockchain or use websites once again like CoinMarketCap, CoinGecko to verify these things as well or who the originator is. Major types of NFT classifications are like utility and function, meme NFTs, pump and dump NFTs blue chip NFTs will show your golden hands ones, your diamond hands types. You have artwork, you have music. You can have books and lesson plans in the NFT space, collectibles like curio cards, you have sports memorabilia, like gifts. So like there's one where, um, I think it was like LeBron James dunking on somebody and it went epic and someone spent millions of dollars to just purchase that little gift, um, video game assets, virtual land domain names, event tickets, real world assets, super rare and wearables. And so I'm going to give you some visuals, but keep in mind, even like with event tickets, um, you know, we did, you know, there was someone I know who was a mentor of mine. I won't say his name cause he's very private, but you know, I learned some crypto game from him and his, he was like, I'm teaching him real estate game but he took teaching me like virtual event game and he put $750,000 into like a very big high caliber concert virtual concert. And with that concert that he puts on, he was able to make $81.9 million from one concert. So his $750,000 utilizing influencers and celebrities made him $81.9 million. And you don't even want to know how nasty it was, how he was able to return, retain a majority of that money. And, you know, so with that said, when I tell you these virtual events, you know, so that's like a person, right? That's a big number. But to give you another story in my virtual event space, which you guys are going to see later. um, One of the gangster things that we did in my space was that I did like a little mini art gallery event. And the girl that was in my spot, her art was really cool. She normally sells it for like 250 to like 500. And the most she ever spent any piece was $2,000. And when she had her event with me, we might've put about $740 into the marketing of it. And we were able to bank $22,000 profit from that one event. And one of her paintings outside of me and our profits, she was able to make 11,000 with one of her paintings. And one of the cool things is some people might be like, I don't understand why you want digital art in a digital frame. But a lot of this art, you can also have it backed by physical real art. So if you're old school, sometimes you can just take a picture of the physical art and you can sell the picture of that and then, also as an added bonus, charge more money to have the physical real world art. And so, to give you an example, this is one version. This is a very popular version a board API club. These board apes, it says the floor price at that point was 124 Ethereum, which means right now Ethereum is at what, like $3,000 or $2,900? Times that times 124. So the average is going for like 300,000. Last year, when I was telling some of my clients to buy this, I was like, yo, these little ugly monkeys, I think they're gonna do well. And my clients were like, why? And I was like, because these monkeys, they're doing a lot of things as far as bringing influencers in a room with regular holders. And instead of, you know, there being an extra VIP, VIP section, they're allowing you to be like rubbing elbows in a regular room, just like, like as you know, with everybody. And I know that people like that energy. And they were doing so much to bring their community together and to just galvanize. And I was like, I can see because of the way they're using the art as well as a utility to open up in real life, IRL events. I was like, I could see them doing well. My clients, we, we were like coming in at 2500 5000 to buy this. And now some of them are worth like three hundred, four hundred. dollars Somebody sold one for 600000 And so just keeping in mind, like this base is something to pay a mind to. This style of NFT is where like you'll see multiple v- versions. And it was like the base is like this monkey. And you'll see different variations of the monkey, right? One lo- looks feminine. One looks masculine. One is a zombie monkey. One has a fez hat and you know so those are things that you can keep in mind um another style is like it think of it like a collectible baseball card so there is something called curio cards curio cards was one of the there's arguably one of the original nfts that had ever been released on OpenSea or period supposedly and so when you think about that um keep in mind now that with these curio cards here you are with an nft that is only one, but there'd be like a hundred versions of this one thing, just like a baseball card. Imagine like Derek Gita, Babe Ruth. There might be only 700 Babe Ruth baseball cards. And then that one card is the same image, the same stats on it, but there's only 700 of them in the world. And once they're sold out, that's it. And so this right here is a curio card one that was only like 908, I guess, of it that was ever created. And so one of the cool things about that is Imagine once they all sell out, if anybody wants to buy in the owners who own it, they can set whatever price they want for it. And so this one right here, creatures of wealth is actually my NFT. And what's really cool about my NFT is that I only did 1111 because my dad's birthday was 1111. So shout out to my dad. And, you know, so I was like, all right, all I'm a Pisces, I'm going to do 1111. And I think it's a cool number. And so creatures of wealth NFT for each one sell sold it opens up a 60 minute 60 to 90 minute workshop class so my nft is a utility nft which means not only does it give you access to like workshops and classes um anyone who purchases one of my nfts the money's actually going towards an event space that we're building in ghana a youth friendly event space that we're building in ghana and then those people who are part of either my crypto hedge fund or this nft will also be able to like whitelist to the crypto hedge fund or also have the first chance when we start allowing investors to actually invest in the actual event space in Ghana, they have the first right of way to choose to potentially invest in my actual uh, the space in Ghana. And so once again, what's really cool is that you can use NFTs however you want to do so. And you know, shout out to people you know in the in the group who have already purchased some of these NFTs and who are part of the community. and once again, it unlocks workshops. And so there's so many levels of things that you can do. In this space one of my favorite hacks if you're day trading nfts is ic.tools. dot tools a lot of times people are like how do you um purchase NFTs and know which ones are going to go up or do a quick flip on an nft i like to go to ic.tools i shouldn't probably be telling you guys this because you know now they it might not work as well but i'll look to see like let's say one hour 12 hours 15 minutes i'll look to see the last 30 days seven days who's getting the most amount of circulation and supply. And so like, if I notice something and I'm like, okay, let me look what they're about, right? And so if I like what they're about, what I mean by that is like, I'm gonna look at their discord. I'm gonna see if they have fake bots in their discord. I'm looking in their discord because discord is very popular amongst the NFT family. I'm gonna look to see if they have a lot of followers. If they have 5,000 NFTs, and then they only have 5,000 followers, it might not be a project that I want to buy into because they don't have enough followers, right? That ratio doesn't make sense to me. But if they have 5,000 NFTs and they have 300,000 followers and I'm noticing that the price is going up and there's a lot of circulation and buzz going on and I notice that there's no FUD in their community, like no fear, uncertainty, doubt, I'm going to run and go buy one. And then I might flip it. If it hits double profit and I notice that it's spiking, I might flip it right away or I might hold on to it. And then you can also go to websites like you know um rarity sniffer and rarity tools rarity.tools and on those websites it'll also let you know if something has a rarity level which means don't just go buy it because it's doing well but you know you might notice that one of them is going for one ethereum or something which is you know let's say one something is going for three hundred dollars and something else in the same category a company let's say we're going to use um board a fiat club to give an example one is going for five hundred dollars and one is going for a thousand dollars the thousand dollar one although it's double the price the rarity level of that might be, it might be rarity level number three, where the $500 one is rarity level, let's say, you know, uh 7,892. I'm going to automatically pay $1,000 for the one that is more rare, because later on, that is going to be something that I might sell for like 20 times, 20X, 100X, 3000X on whatever I invested in it. Hey, we're about to wrap it up soon, but can you guys give me a time check so I can know how many minutes I have left before we do Q&A? Uh,
2: yeah, whenever, you, as long as you need.
3: Okay, perfect. Thank you. So Metaverse Virtual Real Estate. I hope you guys are keeping up and all is uh, making sense. And once again, rep- repetition, the more you hear it, the more you'll know it. Some of these pages, once again, you might you might have heard last week. Um, And then some of these are completely new to you. So what is the metaverse? It's a network of 3D virtual worlds focused on social connection and futurism, science fiction. It is often described as a hypothetical iteration of the internet as a single universal virtual world that is facilitated by the use of virtual and augmented reality headsets. Wikipedia, I thought that was the most basic understanding, like you can't go wrong with that one. Um, what is virtual real estate? Virtual real estate is sold via NFTs as parcels of virtual land, minted on the blockchain. These parcels include, but aren't limited to virtual businesses, houses, estates, mansions, etc., art galleries, and virtual countries, states, cities, the central land properties, etc. Now there's so many different virtual real estate properties and metaverses. So we're going to tackle some of them. But like, I might mention 10 today, and there's like 50 or 1000. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Um, You can build a whole city. And of course, your location in the metaverse is very important. Why is it important? Um, You know, keep in mind, what do you do with virtual real estate? And then I'll explain to you why it's important. Once you've created the NFT, you can enter that virtual real estate NFT into the marketplace to be sold to potential buyers, right? buyers will bid for the property and the winner of the auction will pay for the property in either fiat money, which is like USD, um, using a credit card or something, or cryptocurrency. On average, you're utilizing cryptocurrency. Now, why is virtual real estate so cool? Imagine being in the metaverse and your property online is right next to Snoop Dogg. Now Snoop Dogg's properties next to him are going for like $500,000 plus just to be near his neighbor because he gets a lot, thousands and thousands of people around the world who come to his virtual place. You know, Gary V uh, is another person. Um, Elon Musk are people that when they're in this space, their properties in a virtual world do very well if you're their neighbor because there are virtual people who just want to go see like what event are they doing? And so one thing I will tell people, especially when you go to like the metaverse and things of that nature, is that like. For instance, my location, there's a founder of a very popular NFT that is right next door to me. And so what happens is there are days where I'm not doing any event. And just because my art, like the ones I want to actually sell are up on the walls, I'll have people bidding on my art and I'll get like a hundred visitors. I'll get 300 visitors. I'll get 50 random people who will just come check out my plot of land and my property because of the fact that that is the case. And shout out to Jay Crypto and Slice X. Um, they have their own Meta Academy. They were the ones who created my Crypto voxel so place you'll see later. Um, and there's a lot of other like developers in this space that I've worked with that are building amazing places. Another one. Um, her name is Artsy. And if you're depending what world you're gonna be on, she makes some amazing stuff like an alt space and mansions. And some of these mansions look like real human beings. Imagine. I mean, real like real life mansions. And you know, the list continues. Types of metaverses, so you have the social media, you have online gaming, you have augmented reality with AR, you have virtual reality VR, and you have digital currency worlds, right? And you use your digital currency to pay for these worlds. People can stay con- connected with friends in a virtual world through their digital avatars, from holding a conference or taking a trip around the virtual world. There are plenty of things to do in the metaverse. Where can you purchase them? To buy a property in the virtual world, you need to sign up with a metaverse platform like Decentraland, Sandbox, OpenSea, Axie Infinity, amongst others, properly funded digital wallets. Um, we're also gonna talk about Axie, because they just had a hack situation, which is making their their um, token drop, right? And so we're gonna talk about why we wanna why we're talking about that particular company in a minute. How do you verify a wealth? mainly on the blockchain and sites like CoinDesk, CoinMarketCap, CoinGecko, the same main websites. I'm using those right now because consistently they've been some of the best in the game um, and it's just something to keep in mind and be mindful of. So reminder, each world has its own GPU, which is a gaming processing unit or CPU that needs. And the might need a NVIDIA chip or a certain level of speed. Let me repeat that. Each world has its own GPU or CPU needs and might need a nvidia chip or a certain level of speed and not all are phone friendly so you know some of the worlds i mentioned here are like Superworld, decentraland CryptoVoxel, altspace somnium sandbox matrix world portal by solana now why did i mention these in particular these are some of the most popular right now um now there's other gaming worlds like engine that is also get around and gets a lot of hype now things that you have to keep in mind right to give an example, I chose CryptoVoxel because you can do it right from your cell phone. And so because I know a lot of people are new to this space, not everyone's going to have like an Oculus. And so, for instance, if you don't have an Oculus, but you have a Mac, you have a regular computer, you have a cell phone, that world will allow you to actually go on your cell phone and look around and walk around and still have that metaverse feel. Now, not a lot of worlds are able to be utilized on a phone. To give you an example, um, Somnium is way too much for a cell phone. Right. And so that's something to keep, keep in mind is some of these worlds will need like a legit gaming PC or gaming laptop or device. Now, some of these worlds also will use, you know, let's say the Oculus. CryptoVoxel, you can't use your Oculus in a CryptoVoxel. But Altspace is a very popular one that allows you to use your Oculus. Now, Altspace is from Microsoft. And one of the cool thing about it, shout out Microsoft. One of the cool things about it is that it's more Windows based. But you can use the oculus and they're working on their mac they do have mac supposedly macbook pro compatibility but the issue with the macbook pro in my experience has been that people tend to have issues with glitching and it not loading properly or even getting in sometimes and so i say for now if you don't have an oculus use your windows based device and those tend to work a little bit better or if you have like a gaming pc once again it works better um now sandbox shout out to sandbox Mm -hmm. one of the cool things about sandbox if a lot of you know minecraft sandbox's world is very similar to minecraft and so it was interesting i was talking to um you know somebody who's kind of like a mentee shout out to link green and he has his own little program he's doing teaching teaching kids play to earn and stuff like that and we were talking about like the fact that we're starting to do play to earn for more kids um, in the, you know, in other worlds and, um, in our real life. Right. So when we go to high schools, you are trying to teach these high school and college students and um, how they can be playing games and making money play to earn in the metaverse. And so he was like, you know, sandboxes are a lot like Minecraft and it put the bug in my ear. And I was like, you know what? My son is seven. He builds these elaborate mansions in Minecraft. Um, and I was like, maybe I can convert him to sandbox, started getting him onto sandbox. And now he built his first mansion and was able to make his first $1,000 sale off of a sandbox mansion. And some random person that we don't even know purchased it for $1,000. And so that just goes to show you your seven-year-old who's making money in the metaverse already. And so there's really nothing that your children can't do. And now we can't even cuss our children and say this game is useless you're not making no money playing that game because our kids are actually playing games and making money now and there's other things like wearables that we're going to talk about where our kids could be designing you know bomber jackets and things like that and making money in the metaverse as well you know um solana you know solana has its own thing called portal and you know that's different things other places that you could be making money and stuff like that And so just to give you some visuals, this is like the central land, how it looks. This is out, you know, this one is Fortnite. And this is uh Travis Scott did a concert that I did that did very well. He made bill- I think billions of dollars from this concert. Um, I don't know how much of the money went to him, but I know that they they made a killing because people from around the world from Singapore to you name it, we're logging and watching this virtual concert. And you can look like a real human being or you can look like an avatar of yourself or you can look like some bootleg avatar, like a a crash dummy looking avatar, which I'll show you guys later on. And so, you know, keep in mind that um, with these spaces is really what you want. Um, as well, mine is Eleven Heavy Street. So Eleven Heavy Street is my place in Cryptovoxel. And then this is like a random location in um, that was in Altspace. Just so you can kind of see, you don't have legs in Altspace. It's kind of weird, but you can design your avatar in different outfits. And everyone's talking like a real life event, and you hear everyone's conversations. And so unless someone's typing to another person privately, you hear everything that is verbally being said in the room, just like as if you went to a real event. Devices and accessories. Um, we'll come back to cyber tips. So VR goggles, to AR um, gloves, which make you feel like you're really there. The Devices are endless. Some of the um, accessories are wearables, like the Oculus, the new sensory gloves, you know, shout out to the movie Ready Player One. There were, there are suits in that movie where someone touches you in the metaverse and you can actually feel it um, in, in real life. And so, you know, what's really cool about that is that, you're able to do things like that now where there are actually sensory body suits that they're working on and they're perfecting. Um, Benefits, you can enrich a consumer experience, introduce virtual products only available in the metaverse. You can collect new data on your customers. You can market physical and digital products and services. So you can like how I had my NFT and I was like, okay, because we're using this money to build an event space in Ghana, you know, you guys can get like a workshop in class. So you're not just buying a piece of art. You're actually learning something. You can support metaverse payments and finance. You can offer hardware applications that support metaverse activities. And just some visuals of like the Oculus, which most people know, but there are so many different like, you know, meta and all other type of uh, devices that are coming out um, that people, and it's constantly, constantly, um, you know, ev- evolving in this space. So some popular upcoming worlds and current authorities, you know, I mentioned Matrix World, their platform is not fully finished yet and there are so many things that they're planning on doing as far as merging multiple worlds together so it's definitely one to me to watch um space is definitely doing a lot um, I have you know shout out to black in meta um black in the metaverse there's a whole like community of like 4000 people of color brown and black who are in the meta space um, so the black meta community they do things like um you know there's this place called deeper tones mansion you know in deeper tones mansion they were like literally had a conference and they were talking about like, you know, Juneteenth and all kinds of things and planning and, you know, have guest speakers on the stage from around the world. And then, you know, so you also have, they also had showcased um, people of color art on their platform and people were actually buying the art at this event. And so shout out to anybody who's in their clubhouse com- combos, um, Crypto Voxel Insomnium and, and some tokens to watch our Engine, Mana was a decentralized token zed which is an upcoming token i don't think it's released yet unless it released like today and i didn't see it but zed is like online horse betting so imagine if you're doing online horse betting and you know if you're like into that you could breed fake virtual horses and it, the community for it is so big that they're now talking about having their own token and they're going to be releasing their own actual token so that's a token that i would actually watch because people really love horse betting and even in the virtual world is the same thing and so like, i know a few people who have like virtual horse betting shows and people pay admission to attend it. Right. So imagine as well, Axie and sleep potion, um, smooth SLP. Now, lately, recently, some of you might've heard that Axie had a hacker situation and their token dropped all the way to like the thirties, um, $30, um, USD per share. Now what is interesting about Axie is this now, Imagine during COVID, a company like AT&T closing down a lot of its facilities in the Philippines and people who were working there losing their jobs during the middle of COVID and not knowing what else they can do to make money and having issues or being stuck home. And so it was happening in that particular situation where that a lot of those people started playing virtual online games, play to earn, to make real money, fiat, that they can go buy milk and bread and things like that back home. And so Axie was one of the most popular games for the Philippines to do that, it Helped the whole economy of people. And not just the Philippines, but people in Nigeria and around the world were utilizing it. So although they had a major breach and there were tokens that were half been stolen and people had a major issue, what's happening now is that it's dropped immensely. So I'm not telling you to go buy Axie, but me, I like to buy the dip. And so what I would do in my professional opinion is if there's a budget that you're like, okay, I have $500 of play money that I wouldn't be afraid to spend. What I would do then is maybe buy $500 worth of Axie in the dip where it's crashing right now, unless I think it's going to pull back even more because that token before the crash was something that was worth at $100 per share. Um, It was like, it went up to like $129 per share. And right now it's in the thirties. And so even in that sense, it has a lot of growth potential. Um, and so that's something I would definitely tell you guys, like, if you're not in there, you might, this might be a good time to join in because when it was at a hundred dollars in chains per share, it might've been too expensive, but this is me thinking they're going to go above and beyond to rebuild the infrastructure to make sure it's less hackable and things of that nature. And it was something that was kid-friendly where it's like these little fish and there's potions and magic. And, you know, so somebody's virtual play to earn worlds are not as friendly but like one of them is a zombie game and you buy like the killing materials, like the knives and the guns and things like that. You kill the zombies and you make, you make the token and you're able to convert the token to real money. And so there's so many, um, you know, there's so many things um, that are out there, but you know, once again, I'm not telling you to purchase it. I'm just giving you options and ways that people are making money. Another real cool thing about the play to earn space is that there are literally people who are, specifically playing to earn and making money in this space by having other people play for them. So they buy the tools or they might buy the actual NFT that allows them to have a character in these games. And then they play pe- They they pay people to do so And some of these programs are like hiring high school students to keep them off the street instead of getting in trouble to do so. And so with that said, there's just so much growth and room in this space that I want you guys to be mindful of these things. Um, we're not going to go into much, but just some cybersecurity, you know, I will say is do not accept art or tokens from anyone. You do not know, you know, that is called airdrops. You get something called an airdrop. It's like a free piece of art or token or money. You know, there was one the other day that I saw, I don't remember if it was like Pablo Escobar or something. And I, re- I received like 1 million, $1. $1.3 million worth of Pablo Escobar tokens. And in my head, I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to accept this token. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like. What the hell's Pablo Escobar token? Uh, you know, but um, you know, things like that. So be mindful because that is usually the way that a, a, a hacker can get into your system. And so, like I had a you know, an influencer recently. She paid for a course on, I think it was on Udemy at one of those workshops. And the person she paid for their workshop. She also paid for them to teach her how to add like different um, like MetaMask, polygon, different networks. And the person gave her a fake network. And this woman, because they gave her a fake network and she didn't even know it, she basically accepted a fake network that was giving him access to her money. And so when she pushed money into her account, it automatically looped out of her account into that person's account. And the person was able to steal $10,000 from her. So by the time she reached out to me, I was able to look at the blockchain and what he sent her and look at the network and be like, that's not a real network, sis. And she was like, oh my God. And so be very mindful of like, where you are getting your information from? You know, don't just accept art um, or tokens if you don't know who the art is coming from. Like my crypto hedge fund, you know, everyone who joins it, we do something monthly where we do an airdrop, right? So each month we pick someone random whose wallet address randomly, and we give them an airdrop, but they know me. So what I do is I send them an email, let them know like, Jitali, I'm sending you this in particular, you can accept this one and add it to your wallet. And sometimes it appears as if it's part of your wallet. Don't click on it. You don't need to look at it and investigate it. Don't accept it. Because once you sign for it, you're giving access to your account. Um, So that's something to be mindful of. Now, anyone who's scared of this crypto space and they're like, oh my God, you can get hacked and all these things. I literally know legit, at least 50 people who have gone to Target, and use their debit card in Target's actual location, and have had their their card number stolen, and have had a a ra- random person in Ohio utilizing their card, meanwhile they were in New York when they used their card. I've also known people who went on those websites or Bank of America's website and have been compromised. I know people who have T-Mobile who had their secure their social security number get compromised because they were hacked. So let's be honest: if you're in the virtual space. There are lots of hacks and things happening so it's not about not being in crypto it's not about not online banking it's about making sure that you're starting your eyes and crossing your t's when you get that text message from citibank claiming that you paid your bill click this link so we can get a receipt of your bill but meanwhile you don't even have a citibank card why are you clicking a link and if you don't know the number and it's not a citibank number and you've never received a message like that be mindful before you just click on it um keep your public profile name as gender neutral as possible I, and as ethnic neutral as possible i hate to tell you guys this but unfortunately in this metaverse space just like in instagram um on facebook you know there's lawsuits where in facebook's having issues with women who felt like they weren't protected in the metaverse in meta and there's a lawsuit going on for that in instagram it's been um known um you know it's been very popularly known where to give you an example, women and ethnic people with ethnic names or images are targeted because it's un- the people are under the assumption around the world that they have the, the least amount of securities. They might not be protecting themselves enough. They might not go be going on their page enough, or women might not be using the right VPNs or whatever. And so, are putting the proper security measures are that people that are you know black or brown, Latina, etc., Indian or whatever might not be properly utilizing. Um, The right security protocols. And so as such, unfortunately, it is really better if you want to keep as anonymous as possible, and you want to lessen chances for has hacks, you might want to be as gender neutral and ethnic neutral when it comes to your names online. Another thing I tell you guys, you can remain as anonymous as you want in this space. That means Don't go and get your ENS domains and unstoppable domains and then utilize that for every transaction if you don't want people to know what you're buying and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. And then have a cold and a hot wallet, right? I like having multiple wallets. First off, the cold wallet, let's say if tomorrow Biden decided that he didn't want anyone in America to be able to use Bitcoin and he was going to take 30% of the Bitcoins in everybody's wallets, right? If he decided to do something like that, there would be kind of nothing we could do if it's online. If it's a hot wallet or an exchange, it's virtual money that's online. Technically speaking, should he be able to do that? Who knows what could really happen, but it's online. And if he really wanted to, technically he has access the same way a hacker has access. But if it's in a cold wallet and offline, he would need to physically come to your house, take your wallet, put it in the computer and take your money. And so that is why I like a cold wallet, right? And when we look at countries like, for people who are like, oh, stuff like that can't happen, look at countries like Greece. You know, a few years back, the government shut down. It didn't matter if you were a rich person, if you were middle class, lower class, did not matter. The government shut down All bank accounts and access to all bank accounts put padlocks on ATMs and basically took a percentage of the money the people were in the country because they had financial distress. If you don't believe me, Google it. With that said, there's always a potential in terms of war. Look at what happened with Ukraine and Russia. When people were sending donations via cryptocurrencies to Ukraine, the president at one point started blocking it and stopping people from being able to receive money digitally right or utilize cryptocurrency then he heard the group the voices of a lot of people around the world outraged about the fact that he did that and there was even shout out to tribal there was an app called tribal and it's like this black dow company they were raising up money amongst black tech people and um people who are brown and black and they were helping people who were stuck in ukraine that were african who couldn't leave the country and so with that said In that particular situation people were able to utilize cryptocurrencies to actually you know move forward and keep it moving and to also fight back and so keep these things in mind and that's also how they're hurting sometimes other economies and countries is by cutting off the the crypto and so that's why a cold wallet is something really good um we're so basically basically done at this point and um we're gonna go visit one of my locations in the metaverse but um i wanted to ask your crew should we do the visual of the metaverse first or should we do um, QA to us?
2: Um, how, how long is the visual for the metaverse?
3: Like one minute.
2: Yeah, let's yeah, do the Let's, go. Let's, let's do go. go. let's do
3: it. All right. Let's
2: take, let's take the trip.
3: All right. So we're going to go to an actual physical, like my place, 11 Heavy Street. Why am I seeing this? Here we go. Let's get this. And so this is just an example of like a finished location in a metaverse, what it looks like. Um, We can have events in this space. Um, I've had events in this space. I'll be having more events in this space. Anyone part of my crypto hedge fund gets first rights of actually hosting an event in this space. So shout out to the EYL family because they're in my crypto hedge fund. So they have first rights of hosting something here if they want to. And as we load, you'll be able to soon see like, you know, the brilliance of the space. And so as you see, we're at BMU Meta's headquarters. That's my company logo on the outside of my building. If you want to know what I look like right now, I'm not signed in. So I'm this little crash dummy when I'm signed in. I have a, my little cute little bomber jacket, um, but I'm not going to sign in because I don't want you to know my sign in name. Sorry, family. <laughs> my property's Waterfront property. What's really cool about having Waterfront property in the metaverse is that um, le- legit, Someone just offered me $300 to dock their yacht in front of my property so that they can kind of, um, you know, put art in their in the yacht. I said no, because I didn't know who the person was personally, and I didn't know what kind of art they would want to put. Um, and so to be safe, I didn't want to sign any contracts and have them have their stuff in front of my property. Um, this is a video screen. So just like you have YouTube live and IG live and everything, we could have been screening that right there on that screen. And we could have had hundreds of people in a room just watching. This is some of the art that I own that I'm willing to sell. I had more art on the walls, but what was happening is that people kept bidding on my art and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take it down. Um, So only the ones I wanna sell. You click on any art, it brings you to like the details about the art, lets you know who the owner is, the creator of the art, and you can go visit it on OpenSea. Same for the auctions. So that's really what's cool about it. This is my elevator, but before we go to the elevator, I just wanna show you underneath the stairs. You know, I have this like little rock cactus theme underneath the stairs and I have my marble floor. And so this is the elevator. You can just click on the buttons in the elevator to go up to another floor whenever you want to. And so notice here, now we're in my art gallery. And so when a young lady had her art event here, this is the art gallery where she had all her art pieces on the walls. And then you can put Twitch If you were having an event insomnia and someone couldn't afford to go, he doesn't have like a gaming PC or an Oculus and couldn't enjoy it in real life, you could just stream it right into this world on CryptoVoxel and anyone with a cell phone or any kind of device would be able to log in and look at it. And once again, this platform is called CryptoVoxel. We could use the stairs to go up, but I'm being lazy. So I'm just going to use my elevator. Now we're going to go up to my lounge. Here's my lounge. And so you have like these cool little chairs and furniture. And then, you know, once again, you have the screen and you can, each floor can be completely separate. And so what that means is if I'm having an event, I can lock my building where no one can enter if their wallet address is not whitelisted. And I could also make it that if you don't have VIP pass, you can't go upstairs and you're stuck on like the first floor only. And then as well, here's my rooftop. And so with my rooftop, what's cool is you see my neighbor's property over there. and um, But we're not shouting him out right now. But, you know, he's a cool neighbor to have. And, you know, there's a broadcast and streaming stage. And so that in itself is one aspect of the metaverse. And then last but not least, um, I'm going to show you. And look, some random person is here right now, anonymous, walking around. So cheers, whoever that is. Um. <laughs> And so, you know, and that's the cool thing about this space. You never know somebody's going to be checking out your property, checking it out. They can send you messages. They can ask you, can they rent your space? And so that's something that's really cool as well on D hedge, which is a platform that I utilize for the crypto hedge fund. I'll show you guys real quick before we open up for questions. Like it comes here and you just log in on your Polygon network. I'm buying the dip right now. So you'll see some negative on purpose. And like everything is here. If I was logged in, it would tell you how much money my balance was, how much money I made or lost. I don't charge entry, exit or management fee, but I do charge a performance fee, which means if you put $10,000 in and I bring your 10,000 to 50,000, I would make 20% profit off of the $40,000 profit that I made you. And um, you can see the portfolio like right now, I'm not telling you to buy these tokens. This is just how I have it spread and this is gonna be changing shortly. Um, actually it's gonna be changing by this Friday but like it just shows you how I have the money spread at all times. And then you would be able to come here and be able to see like posts that we make activities. Like you're seeing that at one at midnight, I'd be, I might be making money moves. And then you could see the investors by their wallet address. You wouldn't actually see their actual uh, names. And if somebody withdrew money, although it's loading slowly because of zoom, you would have been able to see who withdrew money and everything is on a blockchain. So then you can actually click on right here. And so my pool Token price right now is value at $0.94, cents, which is, of course, more than like Dogecoin or Shiba. Um, so that's really cool because our community's token is actually has a value. And so like even asset-wise, if you have MetaMask, my actual, your value of what you have right, would be right here. And so if I was signed into the account, you would have been able to see that. And so if you want to join my hedge fund, you guys will get my email address um, or you can go on my Instagram at Jitali Valentin, which I'll add in the link. And you guys can join that way, too. Um, and so, you know, that's basically that you guys survived.
0: <laughs> masterful um, performance. There you have it. A masterful yeah. performance. Hey, appreciate, appreciate I think that I think everybody is realizing, you know, at the start of this, I said I, I call Dr. Tali when I want to get mentored in anything in the crypto space. I, I mean, you, you pretty much put on the show as to why I'm calling you. <laughs> so thank you.
2: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that was definitely. Thank
3: you you know, first, But first... you know, you guys, it's like it's family. And I think like we're all growing and learning together. And we constantly are learning. Like we're always pushing ourselves to get to that next level. And crypto to me is that next level. Real estate is that next level, which is why I try to tell people like when I make my profits in the crypto space, I do things like I turn my, my profits into a debt. And then I borrow on like the Aave protocol and then I borrow against that debt and I use that to either purchase more crypto or purchase real real estate in the real world. And, you know, you can buy properties using Bitcoin, Ethereum and other tokens nowadays around the world. And so it's like if you can do these things and then the thing is like sometimes because you're turning your money into debt and utilizing that debt to purchase real real estate you're not even losing the value of that token, especially if that token goes up in value. And you know, you're getting loans that are like 1.2, 2.1% loans, you know, that you can pay back in three years and there are no early pre-penalty payments. And so you can, in a sense, become your own bank using crypto. And so there's just so much game out here that it's like, if we're not joining in right now, we're asking to be left behind again. You know, we, a lot of us missed out on Google and the apples and certain things, the Tesla, this is another opportunity. Don't miss
2: out on. No, this is definitely one of the best, if not the best, presentation on cryptocurrency and uh web 3.0 metaverse that I've personally ever seen. So thank you for that. Everybody Thanks. hit the like, everybody hit the like button, put some fire in the chat, share this. Um light is in the year, light is in, a year. Is light is in here. Definitely. I was trying to get her on EYL for a while. And um, so this is actually the first time that we're, we're doing something, you know, for for everybody. And, um, you know, it'll be an episode. We'll put it on the podcast as well. It's on YouTube. So this is something that I was actually trying to trying to make happen for a long time. So a wealth of information over. Thank you, yeah. Over an hour and a half of just straight information. This is something that you definitely have to watch at least two, three times, you know, use it as a reference, especially if you're new, you might not be able to understand or grasp every single thing. But the good thing with YouTube and the good thing with podcast audio is that um you can, you know, reference it and save it. And you can go back to it and you can write notes and you know look up things. Like if you don't fully understand one thing, then you can, you know, go through go down a rabbit hole and, and get more information. But this was definitely, definitely high level, high level conversation for sure. Thank you. So um, thank you for appreciate the information. Um, so we're going to go into my favorite part of the whole thing. Questions. We'll do a little abbreviated questions because we almost at the two hour mark. But before that, um, once again, this is just a preview of what we do. We, this right here is definitely worth the price of admission. DYL <laughs> e- University, <laughs> is, this is, we do these classes every single week. And we have so much stuff inside of EYL University from MG, the mortgage guys, home buys blueprint to financial planning calls to a book club to a movie club to, you know, we just just uh, developed the app. So we have the app in the app store um, and it's just so, so much information. And it's like welcome to the future. This is this is the kind of information that you're not you're not getting taught in college, any university. Like You know, that's why we call it EYL University. It's a new age of learning. And this is in real time. It's not stuff that was relevant 10 years ago or re- stuff that was relevant <laughs> nice. 20 years ago. Textbooks mm-hmm. that, you know, aren't up to date. This is real life information that really is happening. In real. like literally we're having this conversation live like this is actually a live conversation. So it's like you read a textbook, even if the textbook is last year, still outdated. So these conversations, you know, everything changes so much. was no metaverse two years ago there was no nobody talking about nfts three years ago so all of these all of these things stuff that you have to constantly stay up to date on and constantly educate yourself on because Mm -hmm. if not if not you're just going to get caught by the wayside so i say that to say um EYL university i don't know why you're not a member but you should join i highly recommend joining and jatali she's taught Variety of classes for us. Okay. She's taught yeah, classes on how to invest in Ghana. She's taught classes on on web dividends and dividend. that's real a, estate. Yeah. yeah, this is just this is just one of a, one one of her expertise. This is just one of so yeah. Go to the the link. It's pinned. Um, EYL University running a flash sale: sixty five percent off the annual membership till Friday. Probably run that until Friday or Saturday. So um, yeah, yeah. And it only makes sense. And uh, can you say your Instagram because I know a lot of people probably want to follow you.
3: So it's at Jatali Bellington, J A T A L I B E L L A N T O N, and you already know there's a fake Bellington out there, so be mindful on how you <laughs> spell it. Um, or at BMU Meta, so B M U M E T A, Meta on Instagram and Twitter are the same exact handles, Jatali Bellington and BMU Meta.
0: Yeah, Brilliant Minds Unite.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And I, I put and a then, I was about to say? The ahead, email yeah. address would be info at bmemetta.io. Sorry, info at I'll put it in the chat right now so everyone can see it. And so you guys can just send me an email. If it's an earner and it's someone in the family and you say that you're an earner, my assistant, Stephanie, will set you up with a meeting with me. One of the cool things that I do for earners only for the EYL family Is that you will get like one free consultation, which is like a 45 minute call, where I either break down the basics for you on your portfolio, and let you know what we have on the table or show you like the crypto hedge fund. And then after that, you either join or you don't. And then we also have like a mastermind. The mastermind is $3,500. But it's like four hours where you can basically learn everything into whatever rather how to create an NFT, or whatever. But you know that's like something that as once again it's like if you're paying crypto the price goes down and if you're an earner the price goes down um, because that's just what we do with the EYL family I
2: appreciate that so yeah we'll get of some course. questions and this is also yeah there will be a replay of this, this will be saved on youtube and um, <laughs> yes. so yeah so we'll get some <laughs> questions once again this is this is another added part of the whole EYL university experience when we have classes like this we um we we go through question and answers at the end like I said, we might not go through that many questions today because we're already kind of at the two hour mark. But this is something that, you know, a lot of times with episodes, people like they get a lot from like an episode, but they're like, OK, they got a lot of different questions from, you know, what they just heard on the episode. So this is, you know, a hands on learning experience um, where you get to actually interact with the professors and ask questions. So, yeah, let's get. We'll some see questions.
0: what we got. Hold on. We coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Good evening. Good evening.
4: Can I hear me Okay.
0: Yeah, we hear you perfectly. What's up? All right. Um,
4: thank you so much for the very informative presentation, Dr. Ballantown. Um You, you kind of spoke to it a little bit about the utility. Well, first of all, I didn't know as an EYL member that I would be able to speak to you for 45 minutes. I was going to ask you about the utility of your NFT. Um, what would we get with that? Because I'm very interested in the potential uh, investment opportunity in your community center in Ghana.
3: So the first thing you get, um, besides a 90 minute workshop, which is an actual workshop. So like the work, when you talk to me for 45 minutes, that's just a discovery call. That's you deciding if you want to enter crypto, me giving you some basic understanding and game of it or looking over your portfolio and helping you out a little bit and might say, Hey, you know, you're doing good already. You might not need me, um, et cetera. And then, um, when it comes to the actual utility NFT, it doesn't give you investment into the actual hedge fund, but it does give you the 90 minute workshop or class rather it's real estate or crypto related or NFT related or metaverse related. I'm teaching agents how to do virtual real estate agents can be real estate brokers. Now in the, in the metaverse, you can be, um, you know, virtual agents, um, brokers, you can be renting out spaces. So I teach all of those workshops or play to earn. Um, now outside of that, anyone who's an owner, um, for the actual equity, it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You get one point five percent equity in the actual space in Ghana, and then there are other things and like more deals I can compile. Or if I'm doing a real estate deal, like we're doing a three hundred unit building. That after that project, people who are part of my community will be the first ones, including EYL, to first hear about when we're doing like our next run around when it comes to like a three hundred unit building or something like that. And most of those projects will be like in Senegal or Ghana or somewhere probably in Africa, just because I like how far my money goes in those countries and the fact that you're getting U.S. dollar prices when it comes to rental income. And so that's, you know, so when you reach out, you send an email, my assistant will definitely reply to you and she'll schedule you out within a week, probably, you know, as quick as possible. And and then we make it happen. And if you don't care about getting me in particular, it can get done even quicker because I have five people on my team as well who can help you when it comes to the basics or just helping people out.
4: All right. Thank you. I'll get started You're welcome. with that
0: 45 minutes. I appreciate
3: y'all. <laughs> You're appreciate
2: welcome.
0: You. Appreciate it. Yeah, that pre- that that Ghana presentation is uh is, is a special, special situation. Yeah, I don't want to give you. away, I don't want to give away nothing. <laughs> it's a special presentation. Darlene, we're awesome. we coming to you. Unmute yourself, you've been unmuted. What's
5: up? Good evening, Dr. Jitali. I thank you. Seems like an understatement, but but thank you. That You're was an amazing presentation. Um thank you. My question is for kind of the traditionalists like myself who have been collecting, you know, art, art, like on the wall. Um, If we wanted to convert, um, I don't even know if this is a thing. So this is my question. Could you convert your actual art into NFTs? And if you get a space in the metaverse, um, kind of set up a gallery of, that's representative of the art that you actually have. Um, are there, if there are artists that are no longer with us, are there intellectual property things that would need to be considered? Um, just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how I can go from old school to new school without, you know, confusing myself too much.
3: <laughs> the first thing I will say, and you bring up a very important point, right? Even for my NFT, the first thing I did was. Go to copyright.gov, Copyright Depot, and different websites and protected my artwork. The same way you protect your artwork in the real world, you want to protect your artwork in there too. There was a situation with an NFT. I won't shout out any names because I don't want to bring that lawsuit to EYL, but there was a situation where a particular company didn't protect their art and they just created an NFT. And then A very popular clothing brand started putting it on bags and clothing and T-shirts and made millions of dollars off of this person's artwork without giving them anything and actually copyrighted the artwork before they did so. Mm. So now taking it a step further to your question, a lot of this art is already protected, especially if it's art that is protected, be mindful of doing so. And if it's a person who's dead and the art is not protected, that's a whole other gray area that I wouldn't necessarily say you should do it or you shouldn't do it. But what I can tell you is this, if you look at curio cards, to give you an example, they did a skewed version of the Mona Lisa. Now, we all know that Mona Lisa piece of paint that is, ho- is hanging in the Louvre, is copyrighted, is protected, is IP and all kinds of things protecting it. But because they did their variation and the skew of it, then they were allowed to actually create a piece of art, right, their artistic perception of it, and actually sell thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars of that piece of art. So you can look at something like a curio card and you can find a different artistic ways that you can maybe show representations um, of that particular art. And so that's one thing to keep in mind. But NFTs are still kind of the wild, wild west when it comes to art because people can bootleg your art and there aren't a lot of things governing um, stopping those people from bootlegging your art. Um, You know, later on, it might be lawsuits and we we haven't seen a precedence really set in regards to what happens when someone bootlegs your art, especially if it's not protected. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
0: Thank you, Darlene.
5: Oh, you're welcome. And reach this. out
3: if you want to go further into that as well. Um, but keep in mind, there are artists, NFT artists who sell physical paintings in the real world, so you can maybe own a digital piece that is now actually physically in your house. And is this something that we could
5: uh, that you would could do a consultation on? Yes, of is course. Is that appropriate? Okay, great. Yes, Thank you that's so appropriate. Much.
3: Yeah. All now, right. and now don't call me for a consultation and say, uh, "Can you tell me what 50 tokens I need to buy and have in my portfolio?" <laughs> then you're gonna pay for a, a, a you're gonna pay a fee. But if it's something like this. It's simple and I'll definitely be more than happy to help you guys when
5: it comes to that. Awesome. And thank you. EYL. You guys are wonderful.
0: Darlene Thanks. is a top earner. Shout out to you, Darlene. I, I was like, you just going to come on. You didn't even say hi to us. Like,
5: come on. I thought it was better than that. <laughs> oh gosh. You know how I feel about you guys. That is thank funny. You. Love is love, awesome.
0: Darlene. Thank you.
2: Yeah, Bye-bye. They-, they go crazy on your consultations.
3: <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. But you know, once again, if they don't care about specifically getting me, then they can- I have five members on my team, one of them made thirty-five million last year in crypto. So, like, some of these people are heavier than me when it comes to hitting, but love talking to people. It's, for me, it's all about getting more brown and black people, or just people in general, in this space and educated. And so, we're about to start reaching out to like colleges and HBCUs. So, if anyone's part of any colleges or HBCUs, feel free to reach out. And we're doing like a tour to just you know really get our youth understanding what's happening because. These college students are getting got left and right when it comes to crypto. And it's just ridiculous. So we just really want to spread that knowledge.
0: All right. Cassandra, what's going on? You've been unmuted.
1: Oh, I am so excited to I feel so insufficient. I man, I, I don't know. I'm just gonna read all night. <laughs> this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you guys <laughs> for bringing her. I have um, I just have a question. Um, as far as my, I have two kids in, in college and they're both Mm -hmm. in it, but I wish, you know, I'm hearing about the kids getting involved and what they can. Um, and they don't learn like, like, like Rashad was saying, they're not teaching this in college. So what do you think, how can we get our youth? I mean, is there a platform that we can get our youth to start, um, Uh, Looking at the metaverse or looking at everything you're saying because they're not teaching this. I mean, they're going to great colleges, but this is not what they're learning. How do you suggest that we get our kids involved in this? Because we're paying thousands of dollars for them to go to these universities, but this this is not what they're learning. So
3: shout out to EYL University. There's really no one in the game doing it better than them when it comes to getting our kids and our youth. And I think one of the most beautiful thing about EYL University and why I shout them out all the time is because they'll bring people besides myself, but other people who are making the money in this space or successful in the space to share and talk. And a lot of us are human, you know, shout out MG, the mortgage guy and people like that they're very human and they're very like accessible and they try, we try our best on our social media platforms to give like the information are, and the tools that are needed to be prosperous in this space. Um, and like I just said, mentioned before, like if you have a college, and you have a relationship with the like, Dean or somebody in that location or a high school, and you're like, Hey, you know, we would like to have you come into the high schools, all that introduction, reach out to us. And that is something that we do, you know, like oh, my organization. Right. Um, I hear that. Yeah. And so like I have an organization called Kids Who Bank, which is kind of actually first when I first met Rashad and we spoke on a panel together, I was more talking about Kids Who Bank. And, you know, to date, we've gone into 288 schools of our curriculum, with our finance curriculum. And so we've actually helped 12,000 students purchase their first share of a stock in school systems around the United States. And so now my goal is to push that more towards the UK and other countries as well. Um, and now my goal is to do 15,000 students for crypto for college and high school students. And so to get them each, at least one share of a crypto um, token. And so we're definitely doing a work. It's just, it's gonna take time for it to get scaled out, but companies like, you know, and organizations like EYLU, what's really good about them is that they're allowing us a platform and the space to go virtual and help all you guys get that information.
1: Thank you guys so much. Thank you EYL.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank Proud you, to be
1: mm-hmm. That's awesome. right.
2: Thank you. Shout Thank out to you. all our
0: earners in here. The fam. The family is here. Let's take one more. Theodore, right. we are coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Oh, Theodore, you you know the rules. There are no fridge uh-uh. breaks. No frizz breaks. As soon as I say it, he's gonna come on now. All right, let me get somebody else then. Uh Adrian Scott, we're coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Adrian, what is the deal?
4: What's going on, fellas? Can y'all hear me?
0: We hear you perfectly. What's going on, man?
4: Um, how you doing, Doctor Billage?
3: I'm good, thank you. Troy,
4: you got to Troy, you got to chill with them shoes, but uh, uh which, which question, ones? Which which ones? The, you always stepping on our necks, bro. What you got up there? Those Air Max?
0: oh yeah, that's a little Travis Scott. Those will be out later this year, man. You know, that's there's a no days investment. off
4: <laughs> But but um, my question is pertaining to crypto. Um, I wanted to know, did you have any techniques for like? Sending money, large amounts of money at a low fee using crypto wallets.
3: So one of the best hacks that I've utilized is the Polygon Network. Uh, I've noticed that works well. Um, you know, there's this is going to be one of those. You should probably email me a consultation because once again, this is on YouTube. I know it's going viral and I don't want to like do anything that will get us in trouble. But there are <laughs> different ways. There's different. Apps. OK, like it like, it one of the things give an example
4: is. There's no black um, internet activity.
3: Yes, there's there's some ways that we do this, but one of the easiest ways are like Avalanche, Polygon network, Optimism networks. You can push it over to a different network, and then when it's pushing it over from that network and then pushing it back into the Ethereum network, is usually a little bit cheaper to do it so that way. Um, but you know, yeah, there's some.
4: Okay, them- so if I if I were to use uh, the method you're you're referring to, uh, Avalanche. Um, what would be like the time span that it would take? Would it be instantly or would it take time? No, the average is going
3: to be 30 minutes to three hours for a lot of these platforms if you're trying to save money on the gas fees, realistically, unfortunately. So don't do it. If it's something that you need to send a large sum in like 10 minutes or five minutes, eh. but if you can do it in advance um, and be prepared, then it's not like, you know, once again, Polygon Network, Optimism, even Solana has lower gas fees. So it's all about what token you're sending. And if the person's gonna be comfortable remaining in that particular token,
4: yeah, I was um, I was trying to use Coinbase, but like they have a certain time period after you buy a certain crypto, that you have to wait before you can like send it off. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, asking about that. Like, would would that be a difference on Avalanche? Like, would I be able to send it? You said it just take a, like a couple hours, right?
3: So the thing is, if you're purchasing, so it, like if you're using Coinbase, they do um like an incubation period, um basically predominantly, especially in the US. Um, but like other platforms, like why I like Binance European is because it's shorter. Um, crypto.com has actually shorter timeframes as well. And Gemini probably has the worst time frames as of right now. You know, no disrespect Gemini, but it's just the case. Um, and so with that said, you just kind of would have to play around and you also use a VPN, you know to your advantage but once again this is not professional advice i'm not telling you to do this <laughs> i'm just letting you know what the people in the streets do this is what's in the streets this is what's happening um but a vpn is your best friend in that situation
4: okay thank you thanks so much thank you EYS. you're
3: welcome Appreciate you. you're welcome
0: thank you i'm telling you that that time frame when you send in money that you gotta wait it, there's not there's no feeling like that
3: no nah, really they, is you know, it
0: trying to figure out if it's gonna make it or not it's, def- it's definitely something that it takes an adjustment, but it's I'll definitely say one more thing, sure. though, if you yeah. already
3: have the money in your account and you're sending it from the same network to another network that is the same exact network, like Polygon to Polygon, it takes seconds. But it's if you're pushing it from that network back to the Ethereum network, so you can pull mm-hmm. it out to like your bank account. That's when that money is really like waiting a long time for you to do so. Um, and he made me re- remember one more thing about that whole like networking and bridging and all of that stuff, which is that when you're pushing money around, there's just so many ways to do so, but there's so many new networks that are coming up that are that are also giving airdrops. So if you're using Optimism, they just have a new airdrop that's happening for people that have been using their platform. And so when you know it's actually coming from the server, like ENS, when they did their name drop airdrop. You know, anyone who purchased a name from them, we're getting like fifteen thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars just because they purchased a bunch of domains off of that platform. So be mindful of that as well.
0: A whole lot, a whole lot, and there's still some more like that we could have covered tonight. But you know,
2: oh you gosh, get, there's so
0: much, there's so much.
2: Yeah, M- yeah. Mas- masterful presentation. Thank you. Thank you again, Um, everybody. As I said. This is something I don't want you to take for granted. Nineteen Keys says something that was very powerful one time. He was talking, I think he was talking to Ian. And he was like that people don't fully appreciate it because it's consistent, and um, it's it's weird. Human psychology is very weird, but um, sometimes you have a lack of appreciation for something that a is free, and a lot of and sometimes you have a lack of appreciation for something that is a, is consistent, meaning like it comes out. EYL is every single day, every single day. There's some programming mm-hmm. every single day. And at first it's like exciting, but after a while you start taking it for granted. Cause it's like, you just get used to it. It's like, that's what you're supposed to do. It's like, you know, being with a, a partner a spouse and it's like, you start taking things for granted. Um, but never take information for granted because it's something that is invaluable. And um, you know, it's, it's something that is really life changing and generational changing and something that, you know, wasn't, Privy, not too mm-hmm. long ago, especially in a way that we can understand it, and from people that that look like us and people that talk like us, so never, never take, never take the information for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very important to cultivate relationships. As I said, you know, I met Jatali probably five years ago, three, four years ago, a long time yeah, ago, like
3: four or five years ago. Like, it's been a
2: while. Yeah, met her, um, and you know, just developed a relationship. And this is something that, you know, it's all relationship-based. Everything that we do at EYL is pretty much relationship-based, people that we actually know, people that's actually doing it in real life. So it's an honor to be able to have you on here for two hours and just provide <laughs> so much information. It's, it's, it's extremely, extremely valuable, extremely valuable. So thank you for that. Appreciate it.
3: And thank you again to both of you for having me and the whole EYL family. So, of course, shout out Janet. Tony and Danny and MG <laughs> and everybody else is part of the lineup, and of course you and Troy as well.
0: Yeah, wow. we, we, we say fam when we greet each other. That's because we really that's what we really are. Like this nice. is a two hour conversation, but we've had five hour conversations, <laughs> and they're very valuable. So I, I want to thank you personally again uh, for being here with us tonight and giving so much information and giving your time. This is uh the mother. Wait, wait. I, you know what we did forget in the beginning? The mother of the year in the state of New York. <laughs>
3: 2019 New York State Mother of the Year. I mean,
2: she does it all, so. (laughs) Does it all. Shout out to you, Tali. Thank you. New York State Mother of the Year, for sure. And um, shout out to everybody in the UK. Got something planned. Big, major, major plan for the UK. I'm
3: excited. I'm excited. I'm from Manchester, UK. I've lived in London, so it's all love. My accent is now a hybrid of Mancurian, London's a little bit of New York. I don't know. It's all over the place, but I can't wait till that <laughs> London situation pops off. So I'm excited about that. Shout
0: out to Man U. Mine's gone clear.
2: Shout out man to Man, U. man U. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Man U. Shout out to London. Oh, man. Stay tuned. S- stay tuned stay for tuned. sure. But, um, before we leave, can you tell the people once again, your your, your Instagram and social media handles and all that?
3: So Instagram and Twitter, Jatali Bellington, J A T A L I B E L L A N T O N, and B M U Meta. So Boy Man United Meta, and that's it. B M U Meta. And um, if you're emailing me, info at bmumeta.io, and you will let us know. If you say you're an earner, you'll get responded to quicker. <laughs> and so once we know you're coming from the family, we treat you like fam.
2: There you have That's it. That's a fact. That's and, a fact. And once again, this is something that we do, EYL University, the most prestigious institution of them all. Um, running a flash sale on EYL University, become a earner. You get information like this on a weekly basis. We have an app. We do have an app now. Um it's just so much stuff, man. Real estate, stocks, cryptocurrency, financial planning, book club. It's just it's amazing. The amount of information that we were able to put together in such a short period of time. So, stuff like this is what we do all the time. So, you know, this is the highest level. It's not just change, chasing Instagram influencers, it's people that's actually doing it and can explain it and can break it down in real common sense ways. So, watch this video at least three times. It will be on audio, podcast, audio outlets. Go to eyluniversity.com, sign up before Friday. Very important, probably the best investment that you'll make this year. Um, and we'll yeah. see,
0: we'll see, see you on the other side. Yeah, and everybody on tube, yeah, asking where do they start? Where they start? Once you join tomorrow, orientation right off the bat. You join tonight, tomorrow will be orientation at six p.m. Uh, Jan, the chancellor, the principal, the president of EYL University will walk you through step by step on becoming a new earner and where you need to go, and you know help you around the place. Um, and of course our earners will be there to to support you as well. So. I can't wait to see y'all on the other side. Love yeah. is love. And
2: Jitalia was definitely at InvestFest last year. So, <laughs> you know, might might make, might make run it back this year <laughs> if, 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 if she's available. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, Invest I Fest. mean,
3: you know, I always make time for the fam, especially InvestFest, Atlanta. That energy was amazing. And, you know, my only request would be this time talking about some crypto NFT related type stuff, you know, or real estate. That, that would be my, you know, I just want to switch up the conversation. That's about it.
2: Perhaps. Let's do it. Invest invest Fest 2022 is loading. Get ready. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. It's going to be major. All right. All right, y'all.
0: Be good. Love is love. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a good one. Peace.
3: Later, family.
2: Later.
5: Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and
2: overdraft limits apply.